I am Gare, and you know what? I am so infatuated with Mezcal, and this is my man Alex right here. What's good, guys? You are tuned in to Mezcal, Mezcal Talk. Talk. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Three bottles. One scary movie. Mm-hmm. We're watching Underworld, Rise of the Lycans. This is true. This is very, very true. <laughs> It's a prequel, like you said, right? Yeah, man. It's a prequel, backstory, action. So the story, I guess, takes place many, many years before the first one, because the first one was like uh, modern times for whenever it came out. I don't, I don't even remember. Was it early two thousands or something? I don't know. But uh, so this is like I don't know, old. Uh, it's not Renaissance era, but old. What, See, what is it, this? It what looks era? like it like, a little bit. Yeah, maybe castles and. Castles and armored bodyguards. Dude, I'm terrible with history, so like I have no idea like when eras are and stuff like that. A lot. Yeah, of times. I'm like not amazing at it. It's at like all. 1800s or something like that. Let's, like let's roll with it. Let's yeah, roll. With medieval it sounds times. Like, yeah, medieval yeah. times. That sounds yeah. good. <laughs> but this when, is whenever the, vampire and werewolf lore would have started yeah, you know old world living in villages and the bad guys and rich people have castles <laughs> yeah it's uh it's already fantasy anyway it's like i don't know uh, like it doesn't even matter yeah it could be in the future it could be in the past <laughs> but this is the time third is one. a construct yeah this is the third movie right third installment of the franchise yes yeah. the first one's more like blade i guess it's more like in the future or it was modern it, times for whenever it came out. I think I think it was modern. I don't. I don't mm -hmm. remember. Good old Kate Beckinsale. Mm -hmm. I think this is one of the only. She has a cameo on the end, but uh, per my recollection. But, oh really? Um, I think you know this is one of the only ones that she's not actually in because again, uh, it's not present time. You but know? like, don't vampire aren't vampires invincible or wouldn't would they, they like live forever? Don't they? Yeah, but they have to start at some point. Oh. <laughs> so either they they're i guess born into it you know from vampire parents mm. or a vampire turns you know a normal person so oh. i guess she you know wasn't you know created yet as it would be yeah i don't really know what the rules are when it comes to vamps like that is that is that a good term vamps i vamps. feel like that's like derogatory or something <laughs> motherfucking vamps These fucking vamps taking over the neighborhood <laughs> I don't, I don't know what the rules are. I just like this one more. I like Thunderworld in general as far as like, let's call it mainstream horror. Yeah. But like this one is the best because I think the set design, the makeups are crazy. And mm -hmm. the storyline of how it mirrors real world stuff where the vampires are considered upper class and they like take oh. they like take the werewolves the lichens are werewolves so they take werewolves as like slaves and have them like build their castles and like do shit for them or whatever so there's this like societal like power struggle that, that's it's interesting because that's not a typical of the lore of yeah. werewolves and vampires you know so i like that unique spin on like the backstory and the, the culture as it would be yeah, it has like some weird uh, socioeconomical subtext to it. Yeah, and totally. uh, I guess what 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 do the uh, werewolves represent if like they they come out at night, you know, like or when the moon full moon hits? Is that just like peasants, or is that just like lower classism stuff, or maybe mid class, or and there's also humans in here, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah, yeah. The humans are clearly like you just know the middle the low, class. Maybe? Well, they were probably lowest because they, they don't have the the power. The the, the yeah. vampires and the 
But werewolf is almost like a lack of control sort of thing, you know? It's like they don't even, they don't have the option to do that, you know? Like I think, yeah, but I think this, this lichen dynamic, I mm-hmm. think maybe isn't quite exactly li- like, yeah. what, some of them seem to be like that where they're out of control and some of them seem to do have control. Oh, I see. Uh, it's gotcha. been a long time since I saw this movie, but I, when I was thumbing through, I saw it and I was like, ah, oh, this is the one I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, wait, we didn't even talk about it until maybe like 15 minutes ago. So this right. is sort of, it's cool. You know, usually like throughout the week, we're like, you know what? We should watch this for the episode. And I'm like, hell yeah. And um, one thing's for sure, this is not Twilight. No, <laughs> fuck that shit. <laughs> man, I was in high school during that shit. It was so weird. Like everyone had that book. girls all about it. Yeah, man. I was like, what the fuck? And then I sort of like started... Uh, I started reading it, and I'm just like, <laughs> no, no. I was like, what the fuck? Until I was obsessed, and I read it every day. No, someone was telling me this plot line, and apparently, like, there's, like, some weird, like, like pedophile shit, like, in it, in a weird way, like, where, like, there's predatory shit, where, like, because hmm. vampires live, like, for a long time or forever, and he looks young, but he's, like, dating this, like, 16-year-old girl. You know, oh, like, I didn't think know, about it that way. If, if he's he like, was turned when he was young and he just maintained that appearance, yeah, yeah. mentally he would be, you know, however like, many adult like yeah. of some sort. But you know, yeah, you're only uh, you're only creepy if if guys like the stuff. If girls like the story, then it's not that creepy, I guess. <laughs> I think that's the, that's the uh, lesson to be told. <laughs> Morals by Twilight. Hell yeah. So, uh, so let's let's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been I a while. to hit all the buttons. Yeah, it's been a while since we had uh, another episode. So I appreciate you guys vibing with us. Yes, 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 yes. Got some amazing bottles for you. Never had a bad bottle, I don't think, except for. No, no, no bad bottles. I don't think. <laughs> Our motto is no bad bottles. No bad bottles. We've had a couple <laughs> mediocre bottles, yeah. but no bad bottles. Nah, I don't think they exist in Mexico. Well, they exist. I just don't bring them around. <laughs> <laughs> so to start off, we've got this Agave de Cortez. Check mm. it out. Woo! This the Cortez family is actually the uh, same family. That makes Nuestra Soledad. No way. So and this is their, also uh, makes the high end line El Jorio. Mm. And so this is like kind of their mixing. You know, it's, it's just a bottle of mezcal. Do whatever you want with it. Enjoy mm. it. But I guess it would be more marketed as a mixer for cocktails. Oh, really? But is Nuestra Soledad a little bit more uh, to market? Like they produce more bottles than Nuestra, I'm guessing? Oh, well, this, well, they have more variety because there's like six or something on Nuestra Soledad. I think yeah. there's only two varieties of this. Gotcha. And uh, with Nuestra Soledad, their whole thing is they're showing off terroir from different villages. So every oh. bottle is an Espadin from a different village. So they're trying to show off that. So it's made to be drinking neat, you know, so you're tasting the, mm. the differences between the same plant coming from different areas. Mm-hmm. And then they have their, their high-end line, El Jorio, which is like considered like one of the best, you know, so that those bottles are real expensive so mm. this one you know either be like a just more a more inexpensive sipper mm-hmm. um or you know again moderately priced enough that you can mix it as a cocktail and it's not sacrilegious yeah you yeah know? you're not uh, like... it was maybe 38 dollars. i don't i don't oh, exactly remember so it wasn't you know it's not cheap cheap but it's mm-hmm. not like pricey it showcases the family and it also uh 
I guess no Esther Soledad starts at like 45, right? Yeah, they're like 45 yeah. to 55, depending then, on which one. It goes up to like 80, right? Though? Like, doesn't there? Mm, I don't know if there's any above we, 55, we had, 60. We had what? The, we've had the pink one. We've had. Have we had the goldish the yellow gold one? one? And I think that's the only ones we had on show, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, for gotcha. sure. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get another one for maybe the next episode or something like that. Yes. Yeah, that's one of our favorites for sure, it's though. It's good. Yeah, like. Oh yeah. So this is the uh, Cortez family. What what's this one called again? Sorry, my bad. Uh, Agave de Cortez. Agave de Cortez. It is an Espadin. It does come from. Where does this come from? Well, of course Oaxaca, but mm-hmm. uh, Oaxaca. let's see. Oh, Metalan. Metatalan. Matatalan. 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 <laughs> And we're gonna and, once we start uh, having guests, we gotta have some real mescaleros on to forty five percent. So we're looking at ninety proof mm. on the okay. alcohol. Sweet, I can't wait to try this one. Salute, my Cheers. friend. Cheers to Cortez family. Oh, that's very good. Yeah, I can see where they're coming from. This is yeah, it's very mixable. Yeah, it's a light flavor. It's mm-hmm. not like. Mm-hmm. Not super sharp in any particular way. It's like light. I mean, it's mezcal. It yeah. definitely speaks. It doesn't stick on mezcal. your tongue, though, huh? Maybe not as like much mouthfeel yeah. viscousness as some. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it's not a, it's not oily or it doesn't like linger. It just comes and goes. Yeah, it doesn't have like a real long finish. Oh, that's very good. It's though. got that you know trademark light smoke flavor. Mm-hmm. A little bit of green pepper, kind of mm-hmm. earthiness. Very, very light, I would say. Very light, very... Um, if I were going to give someone mezcal, I'd probably give this one, like, first try. It's a starter. It's a good yeah. starter mezcal, for sure. It, you know. In 38, you said? That's not that bad it's at all. Right around there, yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Um, Paloma, of course, would be Ooh, yeah. great. That, that'd be delicious. Margarita, obviously. Maybe, like, a... You know, I've never had mezcal with soda. I feel like that'd be gross. I've had a mezcal highball, not like, oh, yeah? not like. What's highball again? That's um, like a sparkling water. Oh yeah, what's that usually with like uh, soda water or, or that's usually with scotch? Or? Yeah, I mean a highball is anything. Oh, okay. The highball essentially means tall glass, you know, oh, yeah, soda yeah. water and spirit. You know, water with it down a, twist, a little bit. Yeah, usually with a twist of lime or you know something like that. Mm. So I mean, there's gin highballs. There's you know whiskey mm-hmm. is maybe one of the more mm-hmm. known. You know, a whiskey highball. Um, for but, some reason, though, if if we if you just had a like club soda or anything, I feel like I would really want to taste it. That's the thing, you know. And it would be like more like watering it down to be like watering, for sure, for sure, watering down like a nice beer or watering down a nice scotch or something like that. This is good though, very delicious. Damn, I give it a you know five stars. <laughs> no, seriously, I give a five stars for like the price and like you know like it's just a very stable flavor. It's good. I would probably prefer to pay five or six dollars more and have something that's got more punchy flavor. It's got mm-hmm. a little bit more complexities going on. Mm-hmm. Or even, I mean, even in this thirty-eight range, I think there's probably some other things that are a little bit more complex. Mm-hmm. You know, I, well, it depends I, on the environment. If you're if you're at a party or something like that, me, like I feel like this might be perfect. If you're like bringing yeah, a bottle yeah, to yeah, a party, yeah. like hell yeah, just pull it's up. It's not gonna scare off 
non-mezcal drinkers like well, yeah. you know first timers or people that have only had no. a couple smoky margaritas like it's definitely you know in that social context no they're gonna want more you know like this along with uh a case of beer you know like yeah just... yeah, yeah it'll be a gate you'd be the cool guy at the for party sure. for instead yeah. of bringing like the regular like vodka or yeah. jack daniels Fucking or some bullshit johnny walker you know, or some shit would, like you that would be or, yeah Casamigos. like a little bit more adventurous at the party but as far as like actual mezcal drinker, it's like it's a little bit on the basic side. Yeah, but it's it's good to have. You need one of these in the uh, what do you call it? Like staples. Yeah, you need it in your collection. If you don't have a mezcal that's like this, like the what it, what's the other one? Verde is like similar to this. Yeah, a yeah, bit. totally. Then like you need something just to like bring it back home. You know. <laughs> That baseline, have something you could have for cocktails. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you compare every other mezcal to this one, then it it allows you to like oh, really understand fuck. the complexities. <laughs> nah, that's all good. Hey, what's up? <laughs> uh, for the listeners right now, it's time to restart. Okay, no, we don't. No, no, no. It yeah, says yeah. that it's time to restart. <laughs> so if you're watching visually, you'll see behind us that uh, we've got a little bit of technical difficulties, but it's not too crazy. Um, it's, I wonder how long that's been up there now that I think about it. Um, yeah, yeah. For the audio listeners, you're not going to know what the fuck we're talking about. But if you're watching on YouTube, but you should get to get All the full experience. Now. No problems. Subscribe. <laughs> uh, yeah, we just had some crazy projection issues. But uh, life's good. People life's are listening good. and being like, yo, they got projections? Yeah, we should like, watch what? that. I know, right? Oh, I better go to their YouTube. True that. Damn. They're so handsome, too. So, no. Oh, what my the fuck? this jawline <laughs> <laughs> another reason to check our youtube is that you could uh see the bottles actually you could check out the bottles and you'll be more familiar when you see it like yes, on the yes, aisle yes your local liquor store aisles we like to show off them bottles oh yeah look at them <laughs> bottles though no bad bottles no bad <laughs> hashtag, no, hashtag bad no bad bottles oh dude we're gonna definitely yeah, we gotta start that. make a t-shirt no, bad, <laughs> no bottles. bad bottles. yo for real that's a great idea for a t-shirt we should definitely do that no celebrity tequila no bad bottles <laughs> yeah, if you guys want a no bad bottles t-shirt shoot us a dm <laughs> i'm like you know like i'm not afraid to say shit like that because we have been getting some dms recently yes yes people are listening man big up I appreciate the people you. that are hitting us up on the dm uh big up the people that i owe replies to mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean it's just nice we'll because get back to you for show it's amazing because like we just do this just to chill unwind and just like catch up and like just we would be doing this anyway, you know, so like the fact that we're able to share this with anyone else is fucking lit, honestly. We like sharing. So sick. Sharing is caring. So sick. <laughs> Damn, oh. man. What do you what do you want to do? Want to keep on talking what about do I no do? bad bottles? <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I'm that's a great that. idea though. So let's not forget about that one. No, that's no, I do like that. It's got a it's got a ring to it. Uh, yo, actually, hold up. My homie, um, Mike, had just bought uh, like one of these really dope um, t-shirt machines where it's like a digital print t-shirt mm-hmm. machine where it's like you can make complex like designs on, and just press them on the t-shirts. And uh, we should, you know, I, I'm going back to Philly. We should uh, make a few of those. 
I like the idea. Ne- next next month, next yeah. day, you're gonna see us, man. No bad, no bad bottles. Order from us now. No, bad. <laughs> I mean that's a good idea. I, I, no, I'm uh, with it. I'm with it. No bad bottles. You're guys. here right here with us. This is the moment of conception, people. If this is what blows us up, you were here for it. Yep. And also, <laughs> like that might be the uh, title of the episode too. <laughs> we got to start naming the episodes. I think you know. Okay. Instead of the movie names, I mean we'll have that shit in there. Underworld, no bad bottles. <laughs> Underworld seven, no bad bottles. Instead uh, of drinking blood, they drink mezcal. Hell yeah, man! They're just all like vegan and shit. <laughs> something about something about this I like. There's something about with uh with a no bad snake or, uh, snake fangs uh, and. Okay vampires and blood and mezcal you know we like could add that to the design some... be like no bad bottles and then it'll have like the vampire fangs like behind it like, <laughs> no that's just dope about this machine you could like really print like shades and shit like that right you know, it's sort of lit like you don't have to worry about like how many colors are in it and how you know like how usually when it comes to screen printing and stuff is it's at the large format like i actually don't know but uh, I, I might have a phone call with him tomorrow but uh you know him gov like he's uh the dude like um he came out here we went to dancing saw he like takes photos for like tj adams from the hulu show that we've been watching the wu-tang joint oh yeah i do remember vaguely it's so fucking funny i'm not even uh fuck i don't know i'm gonna say it sorry gov if you listen to this like we were at fucking uh we were at Dancing Sign. He was on fucking like Tinder or something the whole time. And he just like left and came back. And oh, like, I do remember. Now, remember exa- now I, mean, I know yeah, exactly I who this is. I just wanted to like, you know, yeah, you know <laughs> who the fuck we're talking about. He's, uh, he's a good man, though. He's a good man. And, his uh, Tinder game was killing it, I remember. Yeah, we might have to like uh, bleep his name out because uh, he's wifed up, husband up right now. Shout out to uh, Sarah. <laughs> you might beep out, out her name, his name, but then you shout out her name. Yeah, so we started uh, we started doing these bonus segments, like you know, right before. So in a weird way, we just take one sip, you know, before and uh, obviously mezcal is pretty strong. It's uh, it's it's like set the mood, you know. So I think you'll you guys will have more exciting episodes. I mean, we've been so exciting anyway. Oh, I mean, for sure. I don't, I don't want to overwhelm them with exciting. We were at nine before, <laughs> and now we're at a fucking 15, you know? We're gonna, we just eclipsed I... Spinal Tap here. Yeah. We t- they had 11? <laughs> Fuck that shit. We on <laughs> yeah. 15, motherfucker? Turn, turn that shit to 11. <laughs> Damn, we should watch that at some point. Maybe not on the show, but I'm down to watch that in general. Yeah, I haven't seen that in many a year. That's the OG fake documentary, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a dope, that's a dope movie. Hell yeah. I always remember that they do the song a Big Bottom. I don't know. It's been big such a bottom. Long. All girls got them. It's like, like fat bottom girls or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. It's like <laughs> that's so funny. That's awesome. <laughs> and then uh, Soundgarden actually did a cover of it that was no like way. super slowed down and doomy. Like they made it like super serious and shit like that. That's well, so like, it was, funny. <laughs> That's the dude, Chris Cornell? Was he in Correct, Soundgarden? Yes, yeah, yes. rest in peace, Chris Cornell. R.I.P. Damn. He was blasting through the radio when I was a kid to show. Amazing voice, a really great register. He did a lot of shitty pop music at certain points, but, yeah, but who he's doesn't? still <laughs> influential in my early, early years. He and, had like uh, a really like alternative rock bravado. Like, you know, it was like... It I mean, from- a lot of, not of a, a lot... 
most of the alternative and like grunge movement, mm-hmm. I feel a lot of it was diminutive and and like. What do you mean diminutive? Like What's depressed that? and like you know yeah, Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Think of the image of yeah. a guy like yeah. kind of like crunched up in his guitar, yeah. like like this. Yeah. That was like the the image of a yeah. lot of that whole movement and time frame, which was to some extent an antithesis of mm-hmm. hair metal and the the, the rock yeah. and like big rock gods from before they, that. They but Chris Cornell was like a unique figure where he kind of embodied both mm-hmm. like he was clearly a front runner in that alternative grunge movement and mm-hmm. like key player but he still kind of embodied like a rock god yeah you know like yeah. he wasn't he was handsome but it wasn't just his natural handsomeness no. it was his embodiment you know yeah what you saw was like a complex man and like it <laughs> like it really translated into the music For like sure. when, when you had like the anthem rock shit like you sort of like try to make yourself larger than life and just by his nature alone he was larger than life like definitely damn man but yeah if if it wasn't like in the 90s he would have if it was like in the fucking like 50s and or 20s and shit he'd probably be like opera singer or something like that too you know or maybe it's like someone like Elvis. You, you oh, know, that was yeah, like Elvis maybe, yeah. was considered a rebel at one point. We yeah, consider him kind of yeah. like cheesy to, in retrospect. Yeah, yeah. But like he wasn't allowed on TV because he shook his hips. Oh, they would yeah. only play him from the chest up because he shook his <laughs> hips, and that was so sexy That's and so funny, yeah. daring and rebellious. Pelvis, you know, yeah, pelvis so thrust. like you know, I think maybe he would have been something in that world. I think he was a hell of a lot more talented than Elvis. Fuck Elvis. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I got an Elvis record, you know. But he is definitely. Uh, it just sucks when you're you know he's probably like i'm not gonna say he's a cool ass dude but like you know he he had swagger obviously but like it sucks when like the industry like um disregards like all the shit that it came from like that he stole from and all the things oh, that yeah, totally. he's a vampire for real for real <laughs> you know? yeah him and his management and and like labels and shit were certainly vampires and yeah, still they stole from black people yeah and that goes on to like the beatles that goes on to like a lot of shit sure. even though Beatles have a little bit more fucking credibility in my opinion yeah, more so than Elvis, mm-hmm. you know. I saw that. I mean, everybody fuck, borrows, you know, like, yeah, you, yeah, you know, yeah. there's... A, but, but back then when music was, like, just, like, you know, like, it was... Nope. There was no internet, so things... Yeah. You could steal yeah. something from somebody, and they might yeah. never even hear it and know about but there it. But no have genres. no way to prove it. You know, music was, like, Bach and Beethoven and shit like that, you know? When you said there was no such thing as pop music or even rock music, it was just, like, music was, like... Well, I mean, yeah, there was, you know, yeah. rock and roll, yeah, you know, yeah. it was, like, music. You but, know? like, that's, like... Like fifty years before that, it wasn't. There was just you know, it was just compositions. It yeah, was yeah, like yeah. you know, like dun, 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 <laughs> you know, it was like more like that. So back then, it's like nowadays, there's less terrain for people to discover, and until technology allows for new shit to happen, I guess. You just make music with your mind, and you don't touch nothing. <laughs> That's sort of like a theremin a little bit. <laughs> You're just like. Wong, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's that's where it's coming to, you know. People. That was say, another moment where all the people that are just listening on audio, they're oh, yeah, really yeah. jealous that they didn't get to see yeah. my head swing. <laughs> if you guys want to see Gary's head swivel and his eyes roll in the back of his head <laughs> as I emulate uh, a psychic theremin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna give one of these. <laughs> oh, Bow. It feels good to be back at the mezcal. Yeah, you know what we need? We, uh, we need like uh, the sound that would represent, you know, like when two swords hit, oh. but they're like, clink, you're just kind of like they yeah. clink and it like reverb off each other. And Whoa. it's like neither one really did damage. They <laughs> I just mean, I've caught an aftershock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a samurai <laughs> joint or signature like a, sound. Lord of the Rings or something like that. 
Be cooler than not Lord of the Rings, but this has Lord of the Rings vibes to it. The the movie that we're watching right now, Lord of the Rings ain't like violent like this though. Uh no no, because this is like fucking right now. There's a werewolf biting a man's face off. So yeah, there's not many movies that are that violent. <laughs> but uh, it had some sword shit into it. Yeah, get it, boy. You know Fuck that vampire up. Do you know when this movie was made? Um, nah, I don't remember. Uh, in the last, I want to say in the last 10 years. Yeah, 2001. Because I saw this, I actually saw this in the theater with my parents. Like wow. on a holiday. Like I remember going home like for a holiday to have dinner with my parents and then uh, going to see a movie with them afterwards. And I, I, they usually let me pick the movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I picked this. And it was dope on the screen. Like all these yeah. castle shots and all these. When later in the movie, like when there's like fucking legions of werewolves. Jeez, just seeing that on the like big yeah. screen. Like all the You're makeup like, and like, set and designs shit. and shit. It's crazy. It's This movie has such a unique color palette to it. It's all like darks uh, yeah and shit the whole I like, time. what i like about it is it's really dark but it's not you you can still see what's going on there's still like yeah, enough yeah, yeah. light and enough contrast there's dark, yeah the all blacks the, are crushed you're getting it's a lot crushed. of details yeah. you're seeing i see wrinkles on that dude's head in the cell like mm-hmm. it's all the details are there but yeah. it's still dark and moody it's, some dark and moody stuff it's like you're straining a little like like some yeah. horror movies are so dark and they're trying to be dark and menacing a, yeah they got a lot of negative light the but, blacks are crushed to the fullest black like if we were on that set it would look bright as fuck probably you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it yeah. would there'd be like mad lights, and you would be like, "This is the movie we're shooting." <laughs> like it would just look so weird, probably. Yeah, they definitely did a good job with the lighting. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with it. Yeah, I mean, there's there's not any other movies that look like this. It's sort of like how Fight Club is like green in a weird way, you know? How it's like, but th- that's even more vibrant. Like this looks the same from beginning to end, probably. And it, it feels like. I mean, they're trying to make it feel like a period piece. Yeah, yeah. But which is tight. Yeah, yeah but yeah, it doesn't cool. feel dated. It doesn't even feel 10 no, years no. old. Like, this could have came out last year. That's why I brought it know? up. I was like, this is probably the brink of the point where CGI, they got CGI right. Yeah, yeah. Know? It doesn't look like cheesy CGI, right? Because yeah. there's like that 15 to 25 year period where, uh, no, probably 20 year period where, um, like from the Matrix to the Matrix 2, where they went from practical to CGI. And it was impressive at the time, but it's like now it's yeah, like, you're like, what the hell? That shit looks like a fucking cartoon. <laughs> so you know, applause to um, whoever fucking uh, directed this, whoever made this one. This is this is really dope, actually. I'm glad you like it, sir. Yeah, I'll, this is an unexpected, uh, a very unexpected, um, satisfied gander gaze. And on that note, let's have another pour. Oh, let's get it. Let's get it. I think this one is called Ojo de Tigre, right? You're correct, sir. People that are fans of the Instagram will understand this one. Um, this is probably the first bonus segment that we I did. The second one. Second one, second probably. One, uh, Cinco okay. de Mayo, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The first one was the 420, probably. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Ojo de Tigre. Yeah. Is this a mezcal? It is a mezcal. It is a mezcal, huh? It's an ensemble. Ensemble, yes. So it is. Multiple agaves. Yes, sir. Oh. We've got Espadin and Tobala in mm-hmm. here. Yep. And I believe we looked it up afterwards. It's the uh, Eye of the Tiger. Ojo is uh, yes, Spanish correct. for eye. And um, yeah. If hope you guys learn some Spanish from us. <laughs> There's that's, a lot to That's learn. really bad if they're learning Spanish yeah, from us. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you should have been listening in high school, guys. God damn it. 
That's what's a, a perk of uh, living in LA. There's you're forced to learn a you little. Pick bit up Spanish. at least a little bit more, yeah. and also by trying to like figure out what all these damn bottles say. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And like honestly, for like not taking any lessons or anything, like we're. We're I mean, I route. feel like my pronunciation is definitely better than it was a year yeah. ago. Definitely better than it was two years ago. Yeah. It was rough as shit. Definitely I was better like, than I, episode like, one. I remember like three years ago, I'd like try to say, I'd try to order stuff off the menu and just be embarrassed at myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like now sometimes I don't feel confident, but there's a difference between not feeling confident Conf- and feeling yeah, embarrassed. Like, fully like, ah, ashamed. Yeah, yeah. This one, you know, just pointing at shit because you don't even want to try to butcher it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're like. No, now I'm like, all right, I'm going to give it a shot. I think I can get close enough to not be an asshole. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. That'll happen. You're just like, ah, oh, never mind. I don't want it. I'll take, I'll take the hot dog. <laughs> Vodka soda. Yeah. No, no, those words never come out of my mouth. No, no this is good. This is good. All right. Cheers. Salute my friend. Cheers to the eye of the tiger. Oh, that's a sweet one. Sweet, pleasant. Mm-hmm. I like it. Honestly, lighter than the other one somehow. Definitely lighter. Right? I think the um, let's see, the alcohol content is forty uh, three. So no, it's eighty straight up. So okay, forty. Yeah, gotcha. That's Which low for, for mezcal. Yes, for mezcal, it's definitely on the low side. And uh, you know, this is a, a more commercial brand, so they're probably mm. going for a more commercial, uh, common eighty percent. And also, it's going to be a little cheaper for them, you know, if they're watering it down to can mm-hmm. make the batches go longer and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's still, it's still good. Even as, a, a, as quote unquote, being a more commercial brand, it's still, like, damn good. It's not, like, Smirnoff, like, or no, some bullshit. No, no. Like, you know, it, no it's bad super, bottles, it's once again. No motherfucking <laughs> bad bottles. <laughs> no bad bottles, once again. And it's it's shaped like a, what do you call it? Like a flask, almost. Like a large flask with the yeah, hinge on the cork. Yeah, I like that. That, like, old school bottle top thing. It has, like, a camping vibe or, like, something that, like, you know, on that. the go vibe. That. Yeah. They do actually sell the flask size that's, like, you know, the, it's literally flask size and it still has the pop top. Oh, really? Yeah. Go Ho de Tigre? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. So, th- what is that? That's probably like 300 milliliters some shit like that 250 or something uh, right. Oh wait, you mean like they the usually really sell, small ones? They're usually two hundred or three fifty, I think. Yeah, it's probably like closer to like two hundred if it's gonna be a smaller one. But this is, I could see it being like a three hundred one. So and you know it's it's cheaper and it's good like you're saying on the go or on a camping trip or something Next you time, know. Yeah. And you could reuse them like especially with these flip tops. I mean that's a real seal, you know. Yep. You can you fill make, it up with anything, honestly. Make fill it, it up with some fusions. lemonade or something. <laughs> if your uh, local yeah. baseball stadium doesn't. Uh, <laughs> doesn't what do you call it doesn't Does, have a five-year-old with a lemonade stand out front no 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 if they don't you know pat you down or check you in you know it'd be a good it'd be a good thing i hate when they pat me down it's the worst no i don't think they do that now it's covid but i am i am going to a phillies game when i go back to philly oh yeah 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 you got tickets already or just on the agenda i'm gonna just pick it up i doubt that it's gonna sell out but uh yeah i'm probably gonna pick them up in a few days me and uh, a couple homies i fucking uh, oh i didn't tell you i uh, i'm a godfather now your your brother had a kid or no no oh no, no uh, what's called one of my best friends did yeah and he you're, you're the act on paper real godfather no no but like you know I'm I'm willing to sign it I'm definitely willing to sign it like he got so a, if he, he dies in a car accident then you're yeah. gonna take care of the kids and then obviously the mother as well and then the uh, family as well but um damn man he has a he has a very large family so and that that's not that much of a factor like he's just one of my best friends but he he already had a kid. But, like, he's having triplets now. How crazy is fucking that, dude? That's some, uh, 
some responsibility there. That's an obligation. Yeah, but no, they're really fucking. Uh, they're really responsible and shit like that. But like, honestly, that's my day one, a one. You know, he's my fucking boy. Nice. So it's like, I I got to do it. He's also naming one of the kids after me. I I didn't even like know that until I I I offered. I was like, yo, I'm with it. Let's get it popping. And then fucking uh, he was like, and I didn't even tell you, man. Like, one of them's gonna name be named Alex, and I was like, holy shit, that's wild. Yeah, that's fucking fire, man. Shout out to CJ. CJ and Barb, y'all are amazing, honestly. Bing. <laughs> you meant to do the air horn. <laughs> no, no, I did that one on purpose. Oh, okay, nice, nice. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, so it's a good feeling, you know. I feel yeah. like I'm embracing my 30s coming soon. You know, I'm about to be 29 in uh, two months. Woo. Yeah, yeah, about to be two months. Yeah, so, you know. Adulting. To the fullest extent, man. It's good though. It feels amazing. It feels really good. You know, I got the eye of the tiger. Yeah, just like Hulk, motherfucking Hogan. Oh yeah, was that his thing? That was his theme music. Whoa, that beer just like squirted in my eye. <laughs> Felt like I was in an alcohol porn. Oh but, man! Um, <laughs> Damn, you're on the receiving end of that one. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I feel like at some, at some point. Uh, uh yeah, Hulk Hogan used to come to the state, come to the ring for, to Eye of the Tiger. He didn't. He used to come in your eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, before, then he didn't. I think he did Eye of the Tiger for a while. And then he was like doing uh, the I'm a real American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it again? I fight for the right in the name of the light. <laughs> I am a real. So fucking awful. But that's not the chorus, right? Some, isn't it? I, I think that I, might be like the pre-chorus. But it's like, he and he would do the guitar thing, right? Maybe. I Damn. Yeah, Hulk Hogan was right before I got into uh, wrestling, which is when I was like fucking seven, which is like 98, 99. Mm-hmm. So Hulk Hogan was what, like 95 to like 96? Like his I mean, height. the peak of Hulk Hogan was probably like 86 or yeah. something. You know, I was little. I was, That's I was so crazy. I was pretty little. Yeah, I, I, I would play him in the video games, like NES and uh, Genesis and stuff. Yeah, yeah. We had Raw. I mean, he was a cultural figure more so than some of them some he definitely transcended yeah. just wrestling what was up with that little like fur thing he would have though you know he would have like the fur like over around his neck didn't he that's thinking of rick flair no 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 like hulk hogan didn't he have like some pink fur or something like around his neck well so yeah i'm gonna have to search it up i'm gonna have to <laughs> i do not recall such mm. i mean i, I can picture any other that. wrestler like yeah. mandy macho man savage no, i, I remember the you, fucking do-raggy head he had the right. sunglasses and he had the fur like okay, you know okay. this probably yeah. might have been the there yeah it might have been later in his career when i wasn't paying attention yeah i mean you probably got done that shit around like what 93 or something 92 you're like fuck this nah, shit. probably even more than that it was a pretty i sure later, or earlier early yeah i only like wrestling for a few years like yeah. probably in the mid to late 80s i like wrestling okay. and then i was out i was done i got into like then i then i got a guitar and wanted gotcha. to be in a band and kind of like get girls and shit like and that. Yeah. no yeah for sure <laughs> i think pro wrestling is the least um like attractive hobby to have Nah, yeah, yeah. You know, like there's, I mean, I'm you know, really not to offend program. anyone, but no, no, progressing is there's, sick. Like, there's, no, it really is. There's dudes that like collect like belts and stuff. Though. Like, I'm like, dude, like dudes that like, I don't know. When you have all this like wrestling memorabilia, it's just a little extra. Like, I don't know. Well, it's sort of the same way. Like, you're really into Shakespeare, huh? It's like, god damn, dog. Like, come on. Like, you could quote Shakespeare and like, I, I you can, just, you know, I'm really good at quoting you Shakespeare. Like thespian? Yeah, you little fucking. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, I, I can do Hamlet front to back, motherfucker. Damn, to be <laughs> or not to, <laughs> to be. motherfucking be. Yeah. Hey man, I used to I, do that. I just shit. throw a lot of curse words yeah. in, and then it's but it's still yeah, shit. Shakespeare, North Philly Hamlet. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Woo. Yeah, we can't afford... Motorcycling out in K-Town. We don't have uh, AC in our living room, so we can't afford to close the windows, guys. I'm sorry, you're going to have to hear that shit. Hell yeah, we we live in the hood, and there's bars on the window, so we can't mm-hmm. put AC in the window. Oh yeah, but I just... I, I took my bars off, man. If any, if there's any robbers in K-Town, just rob me right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, don't. Please, for the love of God. No, no. Uh, let me remind you of the part uh, in the Wu Tang saga oh, yeah. where they thought he had sixty thousand oh, dollars, and the dude ransacked damn. his crib. That shit was and crazy. fucked up his music when he really didn't have sixty thousand dollars. Did so you finish the series yet? I did. I did. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. It. So the ending, like, uh, spoiler. I mean, you guys had plenty of time to watch it, probably. Well, we're pretty late to it, but um, yeah, yeah. season two comes out in about two weeks. Check it out. Uh, my homie TJ Adams plays ODB in it. But the season ends. And I'll give you guys time to skip ahead. Skip like <laughs> one minute. Um, what happens? Like he's about to like kill the bull. Oh, right, right, and right, right. And the girl comes back and tells him she's pregnant. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty wild, That right? was pretty crazy. It was like, it was kind of like soap opera. Yeah, you know? It was yeah. definitely like, yeah. I like highly doubt that some things happened in the yeah. sequence that they happened. I think oh, you know, no, they're, no, they're no. like condensing stuff to, for pacing and for that's drama. That's what you, you know? do. Yeah, that's what you do when you make a TV show. For and sure. I'm glad, you know. Make that shit as digestible for me as possible. <laughs> make it as dramatic <laughs> as digestible because like but like if like there's been so many times while watching that series where i was like you know what this probably happened you know where it's like holy shit that probably happened but like obviously not in the way that it was presented and not in timeline well but. And, and like some things might have even been like worse like i almost feel like that true that, yeah that rakim video is actually worse the real one is worse than the, the what's in the show it's pretty bad I mean, both it's of them are bad as fuck bad. i love like, you rakim <laughs> so bad oh it's darling so <laughs> shout out to rizza man I mean, I get it, like, because he was, like, 19 or something, and they were just, like, leading the way. Yeah, it's hard plus, to- like, you're in a hood, bro. You got no bread at all. Like, I, like, see, that's what I loved about that series was that, like, they made every dollar that they had to make, like, a fucking plot point, you know? It was like, yo, like, I lost, like, 100 or $200, and then I was short bringing it to my mom's, you know? Like, that shit, you know, remember when they got, like, jumped that one time when yeah, they were yeah, at that yeah, burger yeah. joint? White. Right, yeah, yeah. And then he came home, he was like, yo, I'm short or whatever, and it's like, fuck, like, that was, like, a plot point, low-key, you know? Like, a couple yeah, hundred yeah. dollars or something like right, that. Right, yeah, you know? yeah. How much they're scraping by. Yeah, how much it's not easy to tell means. that story, yeah, like, the urgency that you need to, like, survive in the hood and shit. I don't really know that much about that, but, like, just, it really brought me to... And really put me in that shoes, those shoes. You feel it. Felt it. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, season two. Yeah, I'm glad you started watching that because, like, I binged it on media. I was like, damn. Like after the first episode, I was like, yo, this is really good. It's yeah. really good. It was better than I thought it was gonna be for sure. And the characters really grow on you too. You know? And you could enjoy it even if you didn't know anything about Wu Tang yeah, or didn't yeah. care anything about. It. If you just like wanted to throw on the show, like you it's get, a cool show. It's it's got all the plot points and drama and like whatever. Dude, real shit. Like you get invested in the actors almost. You get invested in like the people playing Raekwon, the guy that's playing Ghostface Killer, the guy that's playing you know Capadonna and shit. Like I. I 
I actually think that uh, I actually think that the um, the dude playing Raekwon and the dude playing Ghostface are better than the dude playing RZA. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, well, I he's mean, he's like good at points, but sometimes it's a little well, like I feel like. Well, you got to think about who the RZA is. The RZA isn't he now. He's outspoken, and now he's like you know he's got the voice, you know, and he ha- he's allowed to like explain the complexities of his character. He's a nerd, you know, more than anything. But, like, Ghostface and Raekwon, like, they're really from the streets and shit like that. So, obviously, they're going to have way more or way less nuance, you know, like, to him. Like, the RZA has to get away, get by through the nuance of his character. And you also, like, think about all the interviews you've seen of RZA. And then as he's doing these facial expressions, you're, like, thinking about the RZA, you know. Ghostface, you're, like, it's, like, it allows them to just be who they are, I guess. Or, like... I, mean, I definitely think they're emulating to a point. Like I, oh, yeah, I mentioned, yeah. like how the Ghostface dude is always doing the snarl. He's trying yeah, to like yeah. do. He's definitely actively trying to do mouth movements yeah, yeah. that Ghostface really does do. I, it just reminds me of Joel Santana so much. Though <laughs> the bull's eyes, like he looks like he should be like fucking with a bandana on. Like, you know, just, it looks like he's about to look into the camera. You know, <laughs> like sometimes he's just like, like no, he's a, he's one of the best actors in the show. I'm just fucking around, but like. Like he, yeah, yeah. I just like if they ever do a dip set, fucking joint. <laughs> He's he gotta play that shit. Man. Who, who's gonna play Cam? Cam, who's gonna play? He's gonna play Cam. Cam is gonna play Cam. He's gonna put mad makeup on his face. <laughs> you know, he's just, pretend he's young. He's, he's gonna pre- react paid in full for the TV show. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh God. I mean, Cam. Does he got wrinkles? I'm pretty sure he's still like young as fuck. But yeah, he a little stockier now. Yeah, I'm a little bit, but I mean, he he looks all right for his age. Black don't crack. Yo, shout out to uh, Dipset, but shout out to the fucking locks, man. <laughs> that versus was crazy. Ooh. That shit was nuts. I got to do one of these. Shout out to Jadakiss, Styles P, Sheik Looch. That shit was crazy to watch. For sure. That shit had me lit, though, for some reason. I embrace like East Coast culture way more heavier than when I'm in the West Coast for some reason. <laughs> You know? Well, actually, I don't know, actually. If I was in the East Coast, I'd probably be way more lit now that I think about it. But I got to force it. Well, I mean, more. I think it, it it shows itself as more evident when you're here. Like, when you're in it, you're not like, rep, yeah. you're in it. You know, you're you're not yeah. saying, you're not trying to overstate something that's mm-hmm. everything around you. Yeah. But, like, out here, you're you're not in it. So, I think, you know, it makes, out here, it you makes a point. Out here, you got to explain more. You got to... Um, I, plus, I also feel for myself and then also notice amongst other people. Like, I mean, L.A. is a transplant city, first of all. Like, yeah, the majority yeah. of people aren't from here. You know, and, and maybe some people from California. But still, many people aren't even from California. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's that whole transplant vibe where everybody kind of talks about where they're from to a certain extent. But I also feel like specifically East Coast people on the West Coast always like like we feel whether it's pride or something else i don't know but there's this instinct to always state yo like i'm actually i'm here but i'm from everybody's got to say it like i remember when i was in san diego the other week um somebody said to me and deandre they're like oh you guys are from la we're both like well you know (laughs) it's like we live in la by proxy of philly and atlanta (laughs) you know like like, you have to like tell especially when you're from also a cool city like if you're from like kansas nobody's gonna be like oh actually i'm not from la i'm from kansas you know but when you're from philly or atlanta or somewhere cool 
no usually f- yo, people Kansas are like, is fire. You know, like, you know, let's not hate on Kansas. Sorry, fuck Kansas, Kansas. Kansas. What's fire about Kansas, dog? Well, I think what I'm trying to say is that I guess like it's it, if it if that city defines you or like it was like a definitive moment in like your identity, like then you feel the need to like sort of wrap it heavy. And also sure, like sure. L.A. is like hollywood too you know there's literally hollywood in it so like a lot of the transplants that come out here models actors you know that's a huge aspect of it as well like you know like if you moved in new york you're like tough enough to brave the winners if you move out here you're looking for like a little bit more comfort and also opportunity as well and i'm not saying that you weak or not i'm just saying that like it's just more ideal in la it just makes more sense you know i mean you can't beat the weather can't beat the weather, but like you and I probably, I mean, we're past it right now, but we embrace the struggle too, you know? Yeah. So like, you know, there's a reason why we came out here so late. You later than me, obviously, but like, you know, still late regardless. <laughs> if I would have came out here at 18, bro, I would have been lost. I came out here when I was like 24, 25. Yeah, I mean, 18, like, that's like a, You're a baby. A, it'd be You're a real a struggle. Yeah. yeah. You're just learning. You're learning how to like get out in your own area no less yeah. if you like i mean plenty of people do it and survive mm-hmm. like it's not everything different choices for different people mm-hmm. some people thrive when they're taken out of their comfort zone and they're put into mm-hmm. like a bad not necessarily bad but you know like mm-hmm. challenging situation and some people really thrive off of that and some people it's too much you know shock yeah. and too much displacement so whatever it's whatever the time it's whatever the right time is for you mm-hmm. is the right time for you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I would say the mass majority of people under nineteen, like, have not fully found themselves. And like, you gotta no, when definitely you, yeah. When you move out to LA, you gotta know yourself before you move out here, or else you're gonna get lost in the sauce. Um, but like, and you have to have goals, you know, and those can evolve. Everybody, you yeah, know, yeah. but if you don't have clear cut goals, I think it's. But a clear cut like idea of who you are, where you came from, and like the things that you like, the things you don't like, the people you like, and this and that, like you're gonna like find out the hard way, I think, a lot of times. But at the end of the day, like, you know, there are people that are just super mature for their age, you know. There are people that are senators at the age of twenty two or twenty three or something like that, you know, like you graduate from college and then you just become a senator all of a sudden. Or like Nas who writes like a legendary album at the age of seventeen or sixteen yeah, or something for like sure, that. For sure, for sure. So, different yeah, like you said, different strokes with different folks. For sure. Yeah, man. What we got next? We got bottle some. tree. Tress. Bottle tress. Yes. Channel I picked this tress. up in San Diego the other week. Fresh bottle, we cracking on the R right now. Woo! Woo! I didn't even realize I took the whole thing well, off the cam. Yeah, I'm gonna oh, show the cam. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Cenizo. Mm. I don't think we've tasted a Cenizo agave in a while. This is from Durango. That's like a very desert-like area. So this Cenizo Silvestre is a type of agave from the Durango region. This is the brand Origin Reyes del Espirito. Um, I've only had this brand before at bars. This is the first bottle I've bought for the home. 
They are all limited edition. This is uh, eight only 879 bottles in mm. this batch. Wow. And, and this is bottle 128. Small batch for show. Yes. And I've also never seen a mezcal that had an olive like type of coloring it's, bottle to it. You it know, has, like it feels bottle. very wine-like, right? Yeah. Definitely very, I mean, which is actually popular um, because of Dumb Magai, which is like one of the original like purveyors of, you know, um, we haven't had any others on the show. We will at some point, but mm -hmm. that's that's the main brand that mm. uh, popularized mezcal and mm -hmm. in America. And I guess better than the word popularized, it just like brought knowledge of. Yeah, just like revealed to. Um, that was like the first really distributed brand in America, mm. and uh, their their variety Vita is like the most common well mezcal. That's what across this, the country. That's what the mezcal so is called. It, is variety Vita. The the one yeah they have a bunch of different ones. It's Vita called Vita. The one, oh yeah, the so one like specific the, one is Vita. Gotcha. It's um, like life, that's and that's what Vita their is, yeah. uh, inexpensive one. The, uh, oh, okay. A lot of cocktails, a lot of smoky margaritas all over the country are done with Vita. So they're all their bottles are green and very wine like. Mm. So it is a thing in mezcal. We just I haven't typically brought them on, mm. but this one is I actually like this one. It's a little bit more olivey. That one, the other, the Dumba guys more green green. Gotcha, this is more yeah. olivey and like this more feels like olive oil bottle. Yeah, it even, looks like you know? you're about to pour that shit into a pan. Like <laughs> a little this, skillet. Like, crazy art of like some kind of like I don't know armadillo. It's actually very a, beautiful. A, yeah, like, like something. Yeah, it's he's uh, it's almost like um, like a aborigine like you know like finished like hunting a pig and then just like strapped it on his back. Either that or it's like more of like a tent. Like this is yo, you gotta show the camera <laughs> one more time. If you're on YouTube and uh look at the screen right now because this shit what is, is crazy. The, uh, think, what is the uh, alcohol content on this? So I don't my tripping, I don't see the alcohol content. I mean we let's taste it first, let's guess and then we'll figure it out. We'll <laughs> check it out, you know. Oh, it's up here. Oh, you're right. 48%. Ooh, it's a strong boy. 96 proof. Um, Have we had any mezcal that was over 50? Have we had any that were 50? <laughs> yeah. I yeah? Think, I think so. Forget which ones. All right, let's get it. So this one is called Durango. It's well, a Maguay Sinizo. Well, it's a Sinizo, origin raised Del Espirito. It's just a lot of like a dist oh, it's distilled, distilled in Durango. In Durango, yes. but it's called and Origin Rise. That's the brand. Okay, gotcha. Origin Rise Del Espirito, mm -hmm. and it's their you know, mm -hmm. it's their all all Sinizo. all the ones. Yeah, they're all named based on the agave, so it's the Sinizo. Damn man, let's try it out. This I love the uh, I love the artwork in this. It smells one. very herbal. Yeah, let me get a little sniff. Definitely smells Ooh. different of the. I mean, all three of these are pretty different. You could smell the strength of it too, like the forty-eight percent. You know. Yeah. It smell. You could definitely uh, disinfect some shit with this shit. Ooh, has a punch to it. That's nice. Flavor's mild. Flavor's mild. Very, very smooth and mild. I feel like it hit it hit my throat pretty hard. I don't know if it's because I was smelling it and I knew the percentage of it, you know? I feel the warmth, like, the warm hug uh, in my throat, like, now as an afterthought, but I didn't feel it at first. Ooh. I would say there is a burn, but it doesn't overbear the flavor of it, if that makes sense. So the burn, like, you could feel it, but, like, you could, it, it still allows for the mild flavors. I like it. I've had some sneezes before that I've had were a little too 
herbally for me, like a mm-hmm. little too just, I don't know, too much herbs. This but smells this, more herbally than it tastes. Yeah, yeah. The herb flavor isn't overwhelming in my mouth, so I like it. I like it more than some other Sinizos I've had before. It was kind of a random, you know, purchase. Mm. Yo, and this I is mean, like, yeah. uh, what was this? Uh, $68. Man, fucking, it's very strong. It's very strong, but uh, the flavor's mild. The burn is existent, but it's not. It doesn't like fucking kill me. Um, it makes me realize that a lot of the burn that you ta- feel has to do with like a bad taste to it. So if it has a bad taste and then it burns, not when it comes to mezcal, just liquor in general, mm-hmm. yeah. then it's like so like overbearing and it's like tough for you to like handle. If the, if the burn, it's okay. People don't mind a burn. I don't think. It's just as long as the taste and like the flavors are good. Uh, yeah, and I think there's a difference between <clears throat> the perception of like when I feel warmth and when I feel burn. Yes. You know, like burn yeah. is kind of negative, and warmth is kind of nice. You know, like the yeah, feel like this yeah. warming, like feeling good on your esophagus and your belly. Mm-hmm. Like there's something nice about that, you know? It's like the way we think about it too. So yeah, it's like quick burn, and then you start to notice the flavors, and then it goes down, and you notice the warmth. It's like the whole experience of like from pour to um, finishing your copita. Like this one, I uh, this one, whereas it doesn't have like any kind of whiskey vibes whatsoever. No, right? no, no, no. But that warmth reminds me of whiskey. You yes. know, like when people yes. want in the, yeah. in the people think of whiskey as a winter drink because they want to get warmed in the winter. That warm hug in the chest. That's not a burn. That's just a, a warmth. That's mm-hmm. this. I feel like oh, if I was cold in in the Ooh, winter, yeah, like this, yeah, this yeah. Could, I could have a sip of this. Yep. And you know, and, and it'll yeah, like side by side with a hot tea or something, even you, you know, because it yeah. has that herbaliness. Yeah. So like you know, you could have a sip of this, a sip of hot tea, and like a n- nice little winter combo. Yeah. Well, constructed hot toddy. <laughs> I mean, LA people don't know about this, but Philly motherfuckers definitely know about in the winter time. You gonna you're gonna pregame a little bit, or you're gonna have dinner, and then you maybe take a quick drink before you head out to the event that you're going to in the winter time. Yeah, definitely. You know, you might take a quick sip of this, put on your jacket, walk. Sorry. <laughs> and like, it's almost like God is with you while you're walking. You know, to the Barbary, to God the uh, mezcal. To the fucking wherever you're going to go to, you know. And um, yeah, like I wish I would have had mezcal in Philly. I wish I would have known about it. Yo, there's a couple of mezcal bars that have opened there since we left. Open there? Yeah, yeah. No way. You got to go to one. Go. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. When are you, I forget, when are you going in? Uh, 5th to the 12th. So oh, that's um, so funny because I'm probably gonna go the following week. Oh, the week after! <laughs> oh fuck, that's so funny. Really? When? Well, I'm not sure because I gotta go. Uh, I got. I haven't seen my mom in so long, mm-hmm. so I'm planning to go at some point. Either I have to go to San Mateo for a job at the end of September. Okay. So I'm getting, and that's in the in the Bay. Um, so, but I had to fly. I mean, I don't have to, but it's far enough. Yeah, yeah. And and the job's paying for it. So, so I want to go to Philly on the front or back so I get the job to pay for the one flight. Yeah, yeah. So, either I want to fly from the job to Philly after the job, or I want to go to Philly before the job and then fly from Philly to the job. So, you're saying you might go to Philly before the job. And that means. I would go around the 15th or something. That's somewhere between the 13th and the 15th. Early October or. 
or I'm mid, sorry, late mid September, September yeah. mid September to late September, right before I went to San Mateo, gotcha. or uh, yeah, the first your first few days of October after I left San Mateo. Either way, gotcha. I'm, I'm just gonna decide. Well, we gotta you gotta be back for Halloween though, because we gotta, sure. yeah, yeah, I'll be back here for our, our birthdays and Halloween. Hell and all yeah. That shit. yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, man. And then, and then. I'm gonna go to Oaxaca and do a mezcal tour. No fucking way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, when? That's what I'm actually doing for my birthday, but I'm not no gonna way. go on my birthday. I'm gonna go. I, because I need to go to Philly, uh, thing I'm, well, the idea yeah, it's is. Just, it's a lot. I wanna, yeah, yeah. My idea is a September, Philly, and San Mateo job. Mm-hmm. October, LA. Yeah. Birthdays, Birthday, Halloween. Halloween. November, somewhere early to mid November, go for a week to Oaxaca. That will actually be my birthday trip. Makes sense. You know, delayed, but like well deserved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come back for Thanksgiving. Yeah, roughly. Yeah, that's kind of the trajectory of the fall I'm looking at. Dude, (laughs) you got a lot to look forward to, man. I know you had that one crazy job that you were working on for months, you know, so like. It's good to like just like let loose, you know, for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but you should. I'll I'll let you know the 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 mezcal. Why you should hit it up when you're in Philly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Take some, man. Uh, I mean, that's what's dope. You y'all gotta follow our Instagram if you don't know about us, because like wherever we're at, a lot of the times we still got mezcal content left and right. You know, like I'm obviously obsessed, and every mm-hmm. time I go it's somewhere, I try to document it. Mm-hmm. And whenever there is an option for wherever I go, I don't go to like mezcal bars per se. I've gone, but like. Whenever there is an option, flight option, smoky, whatever, this and that, you know, you got to post on the gram. And, like, it's just good to know, man, because, like, what we're posting isn't, like, trash alcohol whatsoever. This, this, it's knowledge. It's all, like, fucking taste. We like to intersperse some, like, actual mezcal knowledge and tastings and all that with our life chatter think about us as like a cheese podcast the same way that you know <laughs> different different types of cheese you know? funny thing is that we're not actually this is one of the few this is actually maybe the first episode that we have no edible objects yes, on the table yeah we might have done no before but i think this might actually be the first one that there's nothing edible yeah. on the table and earlier today i was literally thinking that on the next one we should have cheese and chocolate because it's a popular it's a popular pairing um in restaurants now similar to wine cheese that they're doing mes- mezcal pairings with uh cheese and chocolate I feel like especially yeah, cheeses yeah. and chocolate from Oaxaca. Okay, I haven't tried that obviously, but um, I would. I feel like there's a better pairing for some reason. But cheese would be delicious. Chocolate, I'm not positive. Like I don't know, but like I'm also like when it comes to um, what do you call it? Uh, what's the Mexican dish? They have green. They have the whatever mole. Mole, yeah. When it comes to mole, I love the green mole more than the regular original mole. So I can't imagine it, but like I gotta try it first of all. Coloradita is my yeah. favorite, but I love all the mole. Yeah. But like I feel like there's something that like hasn't been done that like we've tried many different mezcal, and I feel like there's one that you know like there's a pairing that like would just be perfect for it that we're not thinking about. I don't know. I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> I'm gonna sit on circle that. Circle back. Yeah. I want to, you want to try quick, like, that and that side by side, actually. See, like we said, um, this is the Cortez Agave, Agave de Cortez, I think. Yes. So we said that that, just to recap real quick, the Agave de Cortez is probably a very good, stable, beginner um, mezcal. Yes. It has a very stable flavor. It's not too um, vegetal. It's not too anything. You know, it's, light, it, light smoke, yep. a, a light 
green pepper vegetal vibe. Yep. You get the best of all worlds when it comes to it. And then the Ojo de Tigre is low key a little bit sweeter. Definitely sweeter. But like opinion, not in, in a, not in a like, you know, fucking like no. whipped cream vodka sweet type yeah. way, but like for you know, for a, a planty alcoholic flavor that the tabala that accents mm-hmm. the espadin brings like a, a sweet a mild sweetness to the table. Yeah, so what do we have? So we have um this one is a all espadin. It's 100% espadin. This one's 100% this is maguay espadin, yeah. And then this one is a tabala. And that's the, a tabala espadin mix. So oh, it, this is mostly espadin, but it's an ensemble with And this tabala. was a maguay cenizo. Yes. So this is a very diverse group of uh ensembles over here. Yes, sir. We have a few different flavors, mm-hmm. and uh, so what, what are we starting with first? So this one to the left of me is the Cinizo. Cinizo. And the right and is the, the like the yeah. Marquette. So I kind of know what this is gonna taste like comparatively because it's definitely so sweeter. So, but yeah. these two, I wanted yeah, to exactly. see what they tasted I'm like. Start off with the uh, Cortez. Sure. One, just to clean my palate a little bit. See, that one tastes the same after the entire tasting. It still tastes the same, you know. In a good way. I like it. It's a little thin. Yeah, it's yeah. a little thin. I honestly probably wouldn't buy it again. No. Uh, well, don't worry. I don't have it. I'll buy, <laughs> I'm gonna buy that one for sure. Because like I'm the type of guy I like that. I like the Verde. You know, I like that shit because you know what you're getting from it, and then you could drink a few of them for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Verde is a little smokier. I think yeah. for, uh, for a yeah. for a, a standard one, I think I want a hair more smoke. A standard oh because For you want to mix with it too probably huh you yeah either want to mix more. with it and the smoke still comes through or i want to sip it and still get that like punch you know what's funny if you were to mix a paloma with this you, i don't think you could call it a smoky marker or a smoky paloma you know it wouldn't scream smoke yeah it wouldn't it wouldn't it, yell it's there's a smokiness inherent but it's not but not really as present as some other ones yeah i, I think we gotta try it we gotta try a Paloma because, like, I feel like it would have no hints of smokiness at all with it, you know. But we gotta try it. I think Paloma sure. is what grapefruit. And shit? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We gotta give that a go. I think. All right. We haven't, oh, we, we haven't, haven't mixed any drinks in a hot minute. In a yeah, I think we did that for like the third or fourth episode or something like that. What's today? Ninth episode. This would be the ninth. Yeah. Yeah. I think we gotta start like uh, screaming the uh, numbers before. Welcome. Now, to the yeah. Ninth now that episode, we're yeah. especially that we're in a, a flow here. Mm-hmm. Nine episode nine. (laughs) Thanks for fucking with us, guys. Appreciate it. You know, like we haven't put too much thought into it, but just enough to make it better each time. That's true. I'm gonna take one more sip of the Cortez, and I'm gonna take the uh, Cinezo right after. Going back to back to back. Shout out to the Sinisa. Ooh. The feeling is way different. It definitely in my mouth feels better. It's a little yeah. thicker. Really? I think it's a little thicker and a this, little more lush. Regard like even like disregarding like the burn aspect of it. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Even disregarding that. Because it's like, it's... The alcohol is more present. It's yeah, a higher yeah. proof. I mean, it, yeah, literally, it literally is like what it is. It's like 8% more, I think. But it's not... For what it is, it's still not like, oh, oh yeah. you no, know, it's no, still... No. It's it's pleasant. Well, no, it's the taste that you're left with is it's, delicious. It, I almost feel like... It, I 
It definitely sends different notes doing it back to back. I almost get a hint of Anazette when mm. I didn't think that at all when I had it solo in the in the thing, but now doing it like bang bang, mm. like I get some of the herbal notes change quite possibly just because that's still in my palate. So mm. it's a combination. Mm, yeah, because we don't have a palate cleanser this time around. So so like, but I'm getting different herbal notes than when I got it like more solo. Uh, I see. Meh. I've never had it though. Anisette. Anisette, you know, like, uh, you never had like Sambuca or some shit? Oh, yeah, I've had Sambuca. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's more like a medicinal bitterness to it. It has like this, like, little, like, uh, I don't know how to say it. It has like this, like, very, like, ginseng to it. Like, not like, it's not overbearing whatsoever, but like, because the alcohol is prevalent, but also, um, there's like a, there's like a vegetal flavor, but like really, what sticks out to me is like this medicinal, like ginseng flavor to it. You get that a, lot. You get that a number of times. Yeah. You mentioned that. I think some I of it. Yeah, actually, I think yeah, you grew sure, up yeah. on ginseng type things more than me, and mm-hmm. so that when those herbal notes come through, they Comes remind up, you yeah. of that. When the herbal notes don't necessarily remind me of that. Well, you've gone to like a Chinese. Yeah, I know exactly what you're story. saying yeah, when, yeah. when you say <laughs> it, but it doesn't. It isn't the first trigger to me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this uh, shit. Okay. <laughs> hey, man. Hey. It's a uh, yeah, yeah. I mean the all right the people listening, you you guys just gotta watch this shit because uh, there's a lot of visual aspects to this shit. Projector star fucking up once yeah. again, but guess what? Let's let's fine. shout out the mescalero on this uh, bottle of Cenizo here. It's mm-hmm. Ignacio Grijalaba and wait Ignacio, yeah okay. Ignatius, that's the new album by Jadakiss. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, and then on the. Uh, Agave de Cortez. It's Liencio Santiago. Shout out to these mescaleros, bro. And they don't say on the uh, Ojo de Tigre, they don't say the mescalero. So I, yeah. But I mean, I appreciate you even though I don't know who you are. Yes. I, like, <laughs> like I've said plenty of times before, they it sucks because it seems so professional to have the at sign and then like the Instagram thing to it. But I feel like, like, all mezcal should have the Instagram tag on it. Like, I know they probably don't got the IG, but like, I would love to just stay connected with all these mescaleros because they are doing some fine work. Very fine good. work. But uh, you gonna what are you gonna do? Top three, or I'm sorry, not top three. Like, Oof. What, what would you this, like? This one, hmm. This is this is interesting. Tough choice. I might I. I Overall, I mean the uh, the quality and the small batchness and the uh, the the brand value, the uh, you know the origin raised espirito is definitely the one. Mm-hmm. Um, but the flavors are so unique. It's yeah. like these are really three entirely different flavors. It's a great the, the, lineup. The profiles are, are you know they're it, that profile, that profile, that profile. So mm-hmm. it's it's the same like. A one, two, three, it's like, uh, you know, again, like if I was going to have the Paloma, I'd rock with that. I'm not rocking those. You know, if I want something a yeah. little lighter and sweeter, I'm clearly going to reduce to like you know, top three, like, or like in that order. It really comes down to like, ah, mood. 
Yeah, I think so. and and you know, like we're humans, and I'm not gonna deny the fact that the, I know the price tags, and like sure. it, my your brain wants you to have value. You know, I'm if it costs, I'm it, pretty good. I'm, at I'm my feeling. That. Yeah, yeah, my feelings yeah. are my feelings. You know, yeah, yeah. but there's still I know that some part of my brain is is triggering on the level of the mm-hmm. inherent value of like I know that that one costs more, so like I yeah. want to like it. I want I paid for it, so I want to mm. like feel my value. You want you yeah, want you're true. seeking. If you, I were to pay for it it would change the way that i perceive it because yeah, you, know you want to like yeah. it more you know i'm, like, I'm I, trying I to like displace it for the most part but i know that there's some well, you percentage. have a bias because it, you know you were the one that paid for it you know mm-hmm. so like if i were to buy that one i would feel more inclined to but like yeah. since i didn't like i feel like i know even judge yeah like i feel like i have like a even like like keel to our all um word you're right though but if you were to taste all of them room temp first tasting well i mean we could i we could judge these out from with a blindfold for sure right i could i'm pretty sure we could right yeah i mean there's yeah you would know that they're so distinct you know it'd be tough if it was like 15 but at the same time like honestly like we might be like up there like to the motherfuckers that could taste that shit you know as far as like you know as something that i would could sip on like multiple in the night and not just as a cocktail thing i would probably go with the oh the tigre. Tigre. yeah you know it's it's mild and you know and when we say sweet it's not really like sugar sweet it's different it's There's sweet no in the, it's, it's sweet in the mezcal sweet. world and an agave plant no, way but not, not like that, yeah. but it's, it's a pleasant light mild sweetness and like you could just sit there and sip on that and you yeah. know, hang out with your friends or watch movies or do whatever and you're not going to get bored of it it's pleasant you, it's good you don't have to mix it this i mean i like it a lot but i'm not trying to have more than the, the two flip two tastes i had because i wanted to feel it those two are good mm-hmm. because it's so distinct and so herbal that it's like you want to have those two to like feel it and learn it but then you're good mm-hmm. you know i think the the lesson of the day or the night is that um no bad bottles no bad bottles that's the true lesson to be learned good night <laughs> and mezcal talk clap <laughs> no, 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 it's more like um that Every unique bottle of mezcal will like broaden your horizon of your tongue. Like, I like when my tongue's horizons are broadened. Dude, it's serious. <laughs> it's like, you know, like the reason why we even started this podcast because, like, before we like shared our effect or before Garen shared his infatuation with mezcal, we had a shared um, love for food. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, we would talk about food all the time and like what like, you know, we, we it's like food is like music. It's like, you know, like whatever, like expands your palate. And mezcal is the only liquor that I've ever had that I feel like it keeps on the borders, keep on moving further and further. And there's like different versions of it, you know? Yeah. And it's like all of it is good. All of it is good. You know, it's all like, Dude, I it's like these, rap music. You I know? had these two mezcals last weekend that were in san diego uh no here oh we're in las perlas at las perlas las perlas i actually went to las perlas back-to-back nights i went to (laughs) on friday i went to the down tenders were like what's up different locations (laughs) oh no way they opened up a weho location two weeks ago so i went to the dtl location last friday which is the first time i'd been there since they were closed for most of the pandemic and Mm -hmm. they just reopened a couple months ago so it was the first time i'd been there since the pandemic Mm -hmm. but pre-pandemic it's one of the mezcal spots that i've been to more than any other in la 
And then uh, the next night, I was in Hollywood having dinner, and then we didn't have, a, or actually we were in Beverly Hills having dinner, and then we didn't have any plans afterwards. And I was like, oh, well, I know that Las Perlas West Hollywood is just down the street. And I was like, well, fuck it. And that was my first, and it, that had only been open for two weeks, period. So that was my first time there. And their collection is different. You know, they have yeah, slightly yeah, yeah. slightly different collections. Different and vibe, probably, Different too. vibe. The yeah, bartender, yeah. It, it was way easier to get a drink. It's so hard to get a drink at the downtown one because yeah, it's so yeah. popping. I don't like eating out or drinking in downtown. I, I just don't fuck with it. I do. I, I, I do. It's, it's taken me a few years to realize that other than shout out to La Cita, I fuck with La Cita. It's yeah. incredible. But like any other place to eat or drink, I don't fuck with downtown, bro. And that's because we live in fucking K-Town, where K-Town, you get the best service, you get the best drinks. You best, get the best service? You don't think? Maybe that's because you a gringo. But I mean, like, Asian people aren't known for their customer service. Let's be real. From, no, for for. for you haven't had Asian to Asian. I would imagine. Best. I'm sure. I'm sure. I get like I'm dead serious. You know, I get the best service out here. Like they really like you know they like they smile, they bow, they like you know they they fill up the fuck out of my water. I love drinking water. <laughs> like you know that's all I give a fuck about. And like it's almost opposite in the other way. Like you know if I have. Not saying that all white people are all different people, like, you know, don't fuck with, like, people think that they could get off on, or get away with shit on Asian people, you know, in other places. What do you mean, like, get away with? It's like, yo, you could be rude to an Asian person because you know that they ain't gonna snitch on you, or they ain't gonna, they're not, hmm. you know, like, they'll be more, like, docile, they'll be less, I, like, I you see know, what you're, vocal I see what you're it, saying. You know? But like, I didn't really think as opposed of it. to a Karen, like a white like woman, you know, like that that woman might like complain to my manager, you know. What I'm yeah, I see what you're saying. I didn't it, really think well I didn't said. think of it that way, but well, I see also, what you're saying. Also, when it comes to like the actual demographic of the server and shit like that, like Asian to Asian is different too, you know, as well. Like they think I'm Korean out here, you know. I'd think? be out here saying like Anya Sayo, like Kam da, like I like you know I only know like the five th- phrases, but yeah, you rock them. <laughs> I rock that shit. Like I scream that shit on the way out i'll be like okay, you know come somebody down you know on the way out like adios you know, same way i'm out here in mexican restaurants adios motherfuckers okay okay it's it's my personal experience i don't know like you know like to be honest like i'm sure like white people got different experiences for show you know like it's just different you know but like also i don't you've seen me when i go i'm always like thank you thank you thank you yeah, like, you're, you know, you're very pleasant like, with the people with the people like, you know, like, you know, like, it makes me so happy like, to like have good service so it's, it's like damn it's just so natural for me you know it is what it is all right well i like going out in k-town and downtown no i fuck with both and so, silver yeah. lake and highland park and like, keep on time <laughs> tell them tell them but K-Town's my favorite. That's personal favorite. It's the reason why we out here, in my opinion. It's I, my I shit. I do done love it. K-Town's fucking shit, but you can't doubt that the food out here is incredible. There's so many restaurants. Hella. Man. It's a good-ass episode. It's a good episode. Yeah. Good episode. So good that Futurama started Thanks for started joining playing. us. Yes. <laughs> Once again, episode nine. Mescal Talk holding it down. Mm-hmm. I'm Gare. I'm Dale. Pow, pow, pow. Thank you for joining us. Like, subscribe, follow our Instagram. Just say what's up. YouTube. 
all them things. If you're listening this far, just say what's up. Let us know what you think. Holler. Um, we're going to start having those uh, those t-shirts, you know, no bad bottles. No bad bottles. We're going to have like a little care package. All bad bitches. We might just start like fucking <laughs> all bad bitches, Loki. <laughs> um, we might just start sending off like little bottles and shit like that, you know, a little like. Just, Tasters. I mean, Garrett was talking about it for a second, so. uh we got to figure out things. Yeah, I mean, I we're still on the ninth episode, guys. Oh, yeah. But we love you. Peace. Yes. Thank you, guys. Adios. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that was a good ass episode. That was good from beginning to end, I can tell. I already know. It was very conversational. Yeah, like, very, like, yeah. moving conversation.